Verstappen knows this is it. This is the lap of the weekend. It's Hamilton, Verstappen, Verstappen, Hamilton. Who's going to take pole position here? Verstappen absolutely flying. The championship leader. He is eight points up on Lewis Hamilton going into this race weekend. Hamilton and Bottas at the moment are first and second on the front row as Bottas goes second fastest. But Verstappen can spoil the Mercedes party and ruin that oh, one no. too as he hits the wall right at the final corner. Max Verstappen hits the wall and pole position slides out of his grasp right at the end. And it's lights out and away we go. Woo, first ever Saudi Grand Prix qualifying. You've, I guess you've been manifesting it, bro. Max into the wall. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Max or do you want to talk about Lewis? Let's talk about Max, man, because... He looked really good today, other than he, that one mistake. Um, the Red Bull looked unbelievable out there. And that last lap that Max went out, the way he was pushing the car, it was almost Senna-esque. Like, there was... He was pushing it to the limit. Crazy. Yeah, I don't. It was really sad to see it because it was a really special lap because it looked like his car, other than flying. the first, the first, uh, well, when he kind of he almost hit the wall in turn two. It looked like his car was on train train tracks and he was just gliding the whole way there. It literally looked as if the car was coming off the ground, like floating. Yeah, and it kind of feels like you understand why people are so excited about Max Verstappen in the next 10 years in Formula 1. Man, I my heart was racing watching him put in that lap because he was just he was driving with no fear. And when we we've talked about Bottas and like other drivers like a lot of drivers don't have the the mentally can't push themselves to that brink. Yeah, I mean Max is really, I mean, he's definitely the best young driver that there is today. I mean, there's, it's not a question. Like, George and Lando don't even stack in the same category, and that's why he's fighting for a world championship. We'll see if his gearbox takes a penalty. That should be interesting. Lewis may get a penalty, too, if Red Bull decides to um, appeal. appeal. And because, obviously, it's, it's the same reason why Max got a penalty last race, or two races ago, right? Yeah. So, so do you think Toto's going to say it's a rogue marshal? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Mercedes is uh way more strategic than the Christian Horners of the world. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is Max's first big mistake. We've talked about he hasn't made any mistakes all year and this may cost him the championship. It may. Uh Mercedes got really lucky today because they looked great in uh practice 1 and 2, but from final practice and and quality they were weak. So they got very lucky and it is Max's first mistake. I believe I've said it on here that will the pressure cause him? We're not psychologists, so I'm not going to dive into the pressure. And today he made that mistake. I don't want to build in some false narrative that he handled pressure because his tire front his front tire locked up. I don't. But that's because he held on to the throttle too long. No, his front tire locked up because there's probably too much heat into the tires or whatever it is. It's not. It wasn't it. He hauled on throttle to land. That's what he went into the wall. But if he didn't, he, he was losing that anyways. Yeah. So, I mean. It was a result you can of say, him pushing. You, you can say it's the pressure, but is it really pressure when your car gave on you? 
Is it him that gave out or the equipment that gave out? Well, you said it's his first mistake. Yeah, but I'm saying, is it him that gave out or the, or his equipment that gave out? Is it like when Lewis overpumped his his yeah? His I, I mean, I think uh, I I think his front tires locked out, and then I'm he's, not an, I'm not obviously an engineer, but I think there's probably a little bit of both sides. Him pushing it to the brink, and obviously the equipment failing. But he pushed it to the brink because he knew he had to put in the pace to beat Lewis. So it's like. What do you do? You 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 sit like Bottas, or you go for it? Yeah, no, you go for it. I admire. I so admire to him me, there's for it. if you look at pressure, people that don't be like themselves under pressure, or they or they falter it, that means they're not handling pressure. He tried to rise to the occasion. His equipment gave up. His front brake locked up, and then he tried to compensate it with keeping his foot on the throttle to keep his car on the track. And now that his car ended up in the wall, but to me to say that's pressure, I don't know. It's uh. You could see him getting out the car and like kind of lifting up his visor and he's like wiping maybe the sweat out of his his eyes. But he knew in that moment he may have cost himself. We'll talk about the race in a bit, but do we believe in Bottas? Mercedes has everything perfect. Front row lockout. You've seen but as history times. has shown... You can't trust Valtteri. I mean, this track is really small, so it's like, can can Max actually find a slipstream and find where to... Like, this is the one track, or like Monaco, where it's like, okay, you have a front row lockout. Like, if Mercedes somehow fumbles the one-two... It's bad. And, you know, as much uh, crap as we give Valtteri, he did what he was supposed to do today as a teammate. Uh, yeah, I mean, he did what he's supposed to do, so yeah, cool. Yeah, we're but not I mean, gonna talk. I'm we not don't gonna normally him. get Valtteri doing what he's supposed to do. So yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm not gonna praise him, but he did what he was supposed to do today. But yeah, so. I mean, just back on Max quickly, man. That was like his car looks like it was on gliders the whole time. <laughs> like I was nervous for him because he was pushing it so hard. I'm like, this car, he's either gonna pull it off and he's probably gonna pull a 126, or the car is gonna just go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm curious to see, like, I'm sure they'll do a Tech Tuesday or they'll have some more analysis on it. But as of right now, I don't think it was pressure. I really think his his equipment gave out, man. Like, he just, he pushed it too Even, hard. Uh, but, do, like, was it Bono who told, uh, he said after, he goes, he said to Lewis that Max was on a special lap. Yeah, because, I mean. People have to uh, so it's like it. so, so let's, let's dive into that. Like, do you really consider that faltering on the pressure? Or you consider that he pushed it beyond the limits? As of right now, all we know is he pushed it beyond the limits. Yeah, I mean, so that's what I'm saying to you is like, we can't make this narrative that Max is crumbling under pressure. He's been calm, cool, collected the whole time. Even after he got the accident, he went up to did his interview and he's like, you know what? Front, my front wheel locked up, try to keep the thing on the track and that's yeah. it. So like, to me, I don't see any signs of pressure. Yeah. Like, or, or faltering under it's pressure. All, it's all fair. Um, obviously, once we get more details, we'll find out what actually happened. If the car literally just gave out, then... Can't, you can't even tell say anything against Max because he was he was perfect. Yeah, I love the fact that he's willing to put it all on the line, though, unlike our boy Bottas. There's only, I really think there's just Lewis and Max right now in this group that are, are like that. Well, we'll find out, man. We'll, we'll see what happens when George gets into Mercedes. I already proclaim George will be the 2022 F1 champion. That's so. a massive, massive take. Well, I don't pump fake. I'm not like you. I'm not back, back. I'm not pump faking. Like you're gonna <laughs> pump fake on when we discuss Lance Stroll a little bit later on. But let's get back into it. So let's talk about the race. Obviously, one, two. What world do we see Mercedes not dominate and lock out the apps? Like, how can we see Max actually pass it's, them? Listen, anything can happen into turn one. 
But that's an accident. I'm talking about, let's say we get through turn one. Everybody's If we get okay. through turn one, again, you see, like anyway. the only way Mercedes loses this is if they screw up in the pits. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Or the car fails. So this is a team thing. At this point... With how narrow the track is, you just you just have to ensure there's no car issues. Driver doesn't push it to the limit. Ah, every single race, there's just way too many variables that can go wrong. No, I understand that, but I'm saying barring something out of control, can Mercedes really fumble this? They shouldn't, because that track is really narrow. Like, how are you actually? But there are three DRS zones. But they have a faster car. I don't know. Do you think so? Even after today, straight line speed, yes. Yeah. So like straight line speed, yes. And the DRS DRS zones are usually straight line speed. Yeah. So are you really? So then they should be. F- I mean, I think I'm not obviously convinced yet till we see the race. But I I think that they should they should be able to close out this weekend. If they do, then that will mean the championship goes back into Lewis's favor, and then Mercedes pretty much has a stronghold on on the constructors. constructors yeah, club, barring anything crazy. Yeah. But listen, I mean, this is also the easiest way for Max to just hit the back of Lewis. Like Valtteri hit him and uh uh and um I think it was what race was that? I think that was I think that was the Hungarian girl. I don't know, whatever yeah. race that was. It's very easy for him to just act, say he he uh misses breaking point. You know, looking at the other Red Bull Prez didn't do much man throughout the week. I think he had a bad two days, but he finished he finished fourth, yeah. So what's wrong with that? That's but, what it's supposed to be. You know, we look at one was, bad day. He was, he was really a non-factor. But you look at one bad day. He had the, he, the two bad days, but he came out to play. Like he did ex- what he was supposed to do. Yeah, I, I just think that, especially when you look at the constructors right now, this is when you need Prez to be. So let me hear your reasoning behind it. What, why didn't he do anything? I mean, he came second, and he was maybe what. Three, te- three tenths of a second. When down you look on Max. at the obviously the lap that Max was putting in, um, which again can't compare that to anyone else. I was I was thinking that it, Perez was going to put himself on the front row. That that was my reason. I'm like Perez should be on the front row. He's a better see, driver than Bottas. I, see, that's tough though. Like this is this is why I'm asking you because I I don't I don't get the reason because Mercedes has a better car. It's just Max that absolutely takes but that car to a different We level. saw today in quality that the Mercedes was struggling to find grip. Bottas was having reliability issues. I, w- I was like, this should be a Perez front row. But none of those things came to fruition because they, they found out by Q3 when Lewis has dropped his angle down one and they found grip. And like, so I'm saying like, that's all Mercedes things though, right? So like everything, so we just had a discussion where we said Mercedes can find grip. Bottas had reliability. Perez is fifth, sorry. Fifth, okay. So he had reliability issues. So everything you mentioned there was Mercedes having issues. Yeah. I mean, still though, Perez to be fifth. I mean, the Ferrari's faster than him. The Ferrari yeah. was the fastest, one of the faster cars, I, I also think too. Like if you looked at the Ferrari, they were pretty much on par with them the whole time. Like, I don't know. Perez maybe underperformed a little bit, but I think people are blowing it out of proportion because his first two days were really bad. I think that that might be a factor. Um, the Ferraris both had incidents. Yeah, um, that's in, crazy. In practice man. and quality. Uh, we saw what happened to Charles yesterday. And then today, you know, science said like after that uh, rear wing got a little bit of damage, the car wasn't drivable. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with Ferrari's car because they've struggled. They've really struggled to find grip this, this They season. had extremely superb pace, but struggled on those corners, man. Yeah, I thought. I mean, signs dodged going into a wall twice. <laughs> was it was it the aerodynamics? I don't know, but 
They look so fast, and both of them. He's literally he literally dodged a bullet twice while Charles just ran into the wall. After that second incident, his heart. You just got to think as just any person, you're probably like, holy, like I almost went into the wall again. Yeah. You think Ferrari's is Ferrari's here? Do I think what Ferrari's here? Ferrari's here as far as speed. Are they here? Are they have they arrived back to the mountain top where to compete with Red Bull? They haven't arrived. No, but they're on the way, man. On the way, okay. No, I like it. I, I'm just curious. Um, what did you think about the whole uh, Giovinazzi in Q3? Giovinazzi, man, he's obviously really disappointed that he's lost his seat. And, I mean, it, it's tough to say that he should be staying. And it's tough to say that, you know, Joe is better because he hasn't proven anything. But I think... I'm I'm happy with Alpha's decision to move on from him and give someone else a spot. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I'm more meant like, did you find he had a great performance? I mean, he hit the wall too when you saw that. His car hit the Man, he hit the wall. Kimmy hit Valtteri. Whose fault was that when you looked at that? <laughs> they're two fins, bro. <laughs> you think you think they're getting to an argument after her and finish? <laughs> no, bro. But like this track was like Lewis said it after. It's extremely tough. It's fast. But that's what you'd love to see. I mean, they kept saying on the broadcast, corners just keep, keep coming at you and coming at you, right? So, so many blind spots. What did you feel? How did you feel about the track? I was... It was thrilling as a fan to watch. I thought it was kind of boring. Really? Yeah, because like... Okay. The qualifying was great, but I think it's going to be an absolutely boring race. Yes, but we're not talking about the race. No, but I'm talking about the track in general. That's what I said. What do you think of the track? I think the track makes for great qualifying, but to it be makes honest, for a terrible race. I think there's actually going to be lots of overtakes. Where? Because as long as you're, um, you've got DRS and you're behind someone on a straight, you're gonna. There's going to be lots of overtakes. So but the DRS, but it's so narrow. I think. There's more than enough overtakes. So you think it'll be a good race? I think it's going to be a terrible race. Listen, weekend. maybe not uh, at the front, but I think in the middle of the pack, there's going to be a lot of a lot of overtakes. I think we're in for a Mexico a snooze fest. That's what I think we're. I in hope for. it's not a snooze fest. But I, I I see Mercedes and just running away with a one-two. Unless there's multiple yellow flags and we got restarts. Oh, there's there's now, definitely going to be some yellow flags listen, in the first sector. We got to see if Max is going to have a car tomorrow. He will have a car. You think so? They just have to put a new gearbox. Come on, man. It's not that serious. Yeah. Like, they put together Sainz's car yesterday. Like they put his... Uh, you they mean Leclerc? Uh, sorry, Leclerc. They put the Leclerc's And obviously, car. they changed Bottas' car. He didn't even show up late to the... Yeah, the so queue, do you uh, really think they're not putting... Max's car has some suspension damage and have to swatch, swap out a gearbox or engine. They'll be fine. Oof. What a quality, man. And you know what? Great to see the boy Gasly again. Like, just constantly getting into Q3, man. He's killing it. So... We'll revisit this question again. Should Red Bull make the move? Of who? Swapping Pierre uh, Pierre Gasly and Sergio no, Pacheco. Never. There's just too much too much bad blood, man. Like, I don't think... I personally don't think Gasly ever wants to race in the number one Red Bull again. You think so? I think he wants to move to a different team. I think he's it's all, just like I, I think that. It's just the way that Christian dealt with him... Um, I just feel like there's bad blood in that with him. There. Didn't Christian just send him down to the second team and he just take it personally? Like, I didn't think... Did they really deal with it that poorly as Pierre an organization? was upset because he felt like he wasn't given a fair chance and they pulled him quickly. Then they brought in um, 
Alex Albon. They brought in Albon, and then they did the exact same thing that they did to Pierre with Albon. And it's like... Well, they gave Albon a year and a half, I think. I think, I think if you look at the timeline, Gassi and Albon both were very, very similar, plus minus a month. Well, no, Albon raced from them 2019 at the... When he raced the up. last, what, four or five races? And he raced the whole of 2020. Year, yeah. So they gave Albon a fair shot. I think I think it was more than just um, four races. I think they gave Albon at least like eight or nine races at the end of the year. Yeah. Like we, they, gave, they gave Albon a full season. But, yeah, I mean. And I think they're going to do the same with Perez, to be honest. I think that um, depending on how this year pans out, like Christian Horner just pulls the plug so early on his drivers, man. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing at all times. It's not a bad thing if it happens here and there, but when you're turning over drivers every 18 months, it's bad. Yeah, because, I mean, imagine Toto hold, held on to Valtteri for another It's year. like, just think, you bring George in, and the, you let go of George in 18 months. Like, no, you gotta... You gotta. But Albon didn't perform at all, though. Like, Checo had more points in him up halfway of the season. Sure, though, I mean, right? Albon so had like, a lot of... He was between 5th and 8th. Yeah, so it's like... I. I think there's different cases. Like, if George shows highs and he shows lows, and sure. But, like, I feel like Albon was not pushing. Like, he wasn't consistent. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't, like, he was consistently a re- really middle I want to go back and look at the last five years dating back to Danny Kivat and then Ricardo and look at who has had the most turnover in F1. It's for sure Red Bull. There's no other question that it could be Red Bull. I mean, Ferrari's had a decent amount of turnover because they went from Alonzo and Kimi to Seb and Kimi, then... Yeah, Charles Leclerc and Fel. but it's it's for sure Red Bull. But I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say just because the reason why I look at it is like when you name Red Bull's roster: Alex Albon, um, Daniel Kvyat, Mark Webber. All these but now guys. Alex is not with Red Bull anymore. But I'm saying you name all these guys, and it's like, do any of them scream championship level driver to you? Yeah. Well, guess what? The only person to blame is Christian Horner. He's the one who selects him. He's the one who fired them. So obviously, he's. Aside from Max, I agree, but he's fixing his mistake though. You just you see what I'm saying? Like, do any of those drivers scream to you they that don't. you want to keep them on the roster? So like, I don't blame him for the moves, but I do blame him for putting them and in that position. This whole this whole topic that we're speaking about started with Pierre, and I think it's probably the best thing that ever happened to, to Pierre because he's just shown how much better he's got, and I think that wherever he ends up, um, he'll he'll be better. I think he'll be good as well. I will say this though. I don't think Christian Horner is that great a talent because it's well known that Mel- Marco Helmet got Max. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Christian, the little we'll mosquito. I, who knows? If if he doesn't deliver, like how much longer do they hold on to him? There's also pressure at the top, man. So what was your favorite part of the circuit? My favorite part of the circuit, I think his turn is a turn 22. Um that's where Charles lost control, right? I think yeah. so, yes. If I that, you go into it at such crazy speed, and you have to attack the curb. That's how Max did it. Like, you, you, if, if you try to take it easy, you'll, you have no chance. You have to attack it. And that is where you can see drivers who push, push the boundaries. My favorite part was night view. The sky view. Oh, the night view is amazing, man. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of Jadal. I mean, I thought I was so hyped coming into the weekend, but it's just like, it's just not doing it for me. But it's so fast. It is fast, but it's like, I really, okay, let, let's talk about like the I issues. Think, think okay. about it. Like if you just, just for everyone listening, Scott just got a PlayStation 5. He got the game. Like, okay, so that's, you're, you're, that's the closest you're going to get to being in an F1 car. But think about how 
exhilarating it is as a driver. We've all heard the drivers talk about this track. There's, it's so narrow. There's so many blind spots. Like, it's thrilling, man. I hear you. And I think that makes an exciting track. But I think as a racing purist, like, not, okay. I won't call myself a racing purist, but someone that loves racing is like, do they actually get to race on this? We'll find out. Like, th- that, that's my thing is like, I, until I see tomorrow, I won't give you definitive answer. But right now, I don't like the track at all. Like, from a racing standpoint. From a racing standpoint, it's like, I'm not going to get to see Max and Lewis duke it out. At, well, you at, know what? At Interlagos. Right now, all we can, that's all speculation. But that's not going to happen because tomorrow it's, it's we'll not narrow out. enough to, ha- it's not wide enough to have those duels. Do you know what I mean? It's going to feel a lot like a Monaco. That's the case, man. It's going to feel a lot like a Monaco. We'll see. A high speed version of Monaco. Like, we'll find out. But I mean, it is what it is. It's a very nice race. I would love to it's visit. It's like Baku, it. Monaco. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So tomorrow, when we're on, when we're back on, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but. My dragger did all right. Kimmy twelfth. I think he's gonna um, have a decent race. Tomorrow. Yeah, he did. I was. I. I literally, as I was walking out the house, I still had it on, and I saw Kimmy Raikkonen in twelfth, and I was just like, okay. My dragger did his thing. I mean, nothing pretty normal. Mr. Crazy to see the the alphas again doing better than Aston Martin. We'll get to that now because obviously, um, both Vettel and Stroll. Yeah, before struggled. we do that, Alonso had a tough weekend too. Yeah, he didn't get out of. Um, I think the Alpines struggled in general, though. I think they didn't look like they had. Uh, they didn't have the pace. Like they just they didn't. Ocon feel finished like, ninth, man. I know, but like they just didn't feel like they had any blistering pace. Like maybe the F one just didn't give them enough airtime. But never heard one thing about Alpine. Yeah, they the whole were time. they were super quiet. They, listen, Alonso got his flowers, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep they, them moving." <laughs> yeah, you know they they gave Alpine enough airtime for a year. I feel like they um, they went back to the producers with so. Mr. Lawrence Stroll and Aston Martin, what is going on over there? They uh, they are literally like the school bully that gets bullied. They have, um, when, when we look at the pacing chart, they have better pace than Williams. They have better pace than Alpha. They have better pace than Haas. Yet, they're worse at times than all of those teams. I don't, like, they, they're, they're a joke on the track right now. They're an embarrassment. They're, uh, they're an embarrassment from the standpoint that they have a great brand behind them that is known for performance and they're not living up to that they're a joke because lawrence talks a lot of smack they're a joke because lance they have, have seen an f1 the, they have the fastest straight line speed out of any car i'm not sure if you saw that both seb and lawrence have had the fastest um top speeds this lance, year you mean right and seb you said Lawrence. Oh, sorry. Lance and Lawrence Seb, can't yeah. fit into an F1 car, yeah, bro. Yeah, no, he can't. <laughs> um, both of them hitting like almost uh, Seb 362, and I think uh, Lance was like in so the 350s. L- l- let me throw this out to you, right? Does Lance actually deserve a seat in F1? So so here's some stat. Here's the biggest stat I heard, right? Seb's missed, I think, three Q2s all year. Lance has missed four out of the last five races. Lance has been a complete non-factor this year so is he daddy's money can we call him daddy's money on this podcast i know he's one of your favorite drivers i don't think i'm there yet because last year in the racing point albeit being one of the best cars on the circuit one of the best cars like he he showed what he him and prez were really good man so he only performs when he has a good car you're telling me I think it's like we say with any driver trying to figure out a new car that first year's tough. It's, We've seen it with Ricardo. It is, it's, it is the same car. But it's not. It's the same engineer. It's, it's the same car. They got car. no, it's the same car. They got hit by the high rake 
the 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 new FIA rules. It's the same car. Mercedes has just been able to adjust to it. I see. So I'm, so I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm I'm a hundred there. I'm calling him Daddy's Money on daddy's this podcast. Money. And as we continue, if I have to swallow my words, I will. But I still think that Lance is he's as much as it's easy to say it's Daddy's Money. He's got to be skilled. This year, he's Daddy's Money. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Is he not Daddy's Money this year? He's been terrible this year. I gotta I, I gotta dive into him more, man. I can't go there yet. Are you going to jump off the uh, Lawrence Stroll bandwagon or are you staying strong? Well, I'm going to stay strong. Uh, I think you said five years, right? This is his second year. Yeah, so he's only got three more seasons after this. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? I think someone like uh, Lawrence will uh, will find a way to spend more money to be better. Yeah, but spending money doesn't necessarily mean anything. Doesn't mean anything, but I think that's where he'll try to compensate for Just everything. Remember, Sev is a very high-paid driver, and but look at this, right? Like I got the standings up. Sev and Lance are twelfth and thirteenth on the year. Yeah, which is terrible. Of course, it's terrible. But we're saying, um, you know, Lance is only there because of his. But no dad. one's saying. But no one's saying Seb is good. We're just oh. saying you said Lance is good. So we're having that discussion. Yes. He's not been good this year. Yeah, he's daddy's money this year. He's been awful this year. And you know what? Sab is actually getting used to new car, right or wrong? Yes, he is. Is Lance getting used to new car? Apparently not. So can I really judge Sab this year? What have what I've what I have what have I been consistent with from day one on this podcast? That Lance is not good. No, that you give drivers one year and a brand new car. Yes, and a brand new car. So So you so, really think the car is the same? It is the same. They've obviously make upgrades and stuff, but it is the same same car. And you get to test drive that car all yeah. year. So like we we can't like we can't bring the assumption like when Mercedes hops in a new car next year, it's a new car for everybody. Right? But if you get to test drive the car all year, it's technically not a new car for you. But when you jump from let's say team to team, you don't get to test drive that car all year. You're not part of its production. You don't get to say, Hey, I want to see this in the car, I don't want to see I this think in the car. Obviously, you've the verdict's out for you. I think um once we get to about the um, first quarter of next season, I'll have my verdict on Lance. Yeah, daddy's money. Yeah. Daddy's money. But for now, I'm still going to support him. He's a joke on the track right now. <laughs> he's almost as bad as the Haas guys because he's he has the Haas. I mean, what do you think Aston Martin's budget is? Who? What do you think Aston Martin's budget is? Oh, it's far. I mean, we'll get the, I'm sure the like, final. You know how you are. hate on Ferrari because they have all the money? They're putting up Ferrari like performances with the amount of money they have. Definitely. So and it's like talking a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like when when you when you tell me he hasn't been bad, but you say Ferrari's been bad, it's like uh, I don't know, bro. Well, Aston Martin is easily the laughing stock of F one this season. Yeah, they spend so the most amount of money. To compare getting the them results. to Ferrari is you can't like they're a joke. They've like, come out and talked all this smack, and they've had a very dismal season. That's the hard reality. And I can't stand Lawrence Stroll. That's my I I have a genesis to push when it comes to Aston Martin. And we are going to highlight their absolutely abysmal year because Lawrence Stroll is an arrogant billionaire. He's got to put his money where his mouth is. Hey, he put his money where his mouth is, but he can't put up results. It's two different things, right? So now he's got to he's got to live up to what he said. And if he doesn't, he'll have to go bury himself in a hole. I don't think he have to bury himself. In a hole. He's a million. He's he has um, he has f few money. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> he has, he has um, a few money. So I do want to touch on this just because um, I know it's almost as if. 
McLaren has just said, forget this, forget these next few races. We're all all in on next year. They've had reliability issues. Obviously, it's the Mercedes reliability issues. Like, I genuinely feel bad for both Lando and Ricardo because I feel like they've been failed. Uh, they had a really good... Lando had a phenomenal start to the year. And it's just like, we know he's better, but the car is not there. No, I'm not blaming anybody but actually McLaren. They yeah. haven't put money into the car, so why do I feel bad? That's my team. I've picked Papaya Orange. Lando finished, what, 7th? 7th and Ricardo 11th, and it's just like... But it's like, they haven't put any money into the car. So, like, who can you blame other than them? And what do you think of Ricardo? Because Lando has out-qualified him all year. One year in a car, bro. So, next season... We will judge Ricardo based off of next year. Like, And, you know, next season, they're both in a brand new car. Yeah, but Everyone they're is. in the same car, right? That's fair. And the thing is, is, like, back to the checkup point quickly. Still his first year at Red Bull. Like, that's, that's fair. Uh, it, for me, I think that you really have to give drivers a full year in the car. Do I feel bad for McLaren? No, because you've seen what Mercedes has done. Mercedes cares about winning, so they've obviously made the upgrades and spent the money where they needed to make upgrades. So what I'm assuming Mercedes did is found all these upgrades on their 2022 car and has somehow applied them to their mm. car for this year. But they've... They live up to the name where they're going to compete for cha- uh, world you, championships. Who are you most disappointed with um, through um, quality? Daddy's money. Daddy's money. Okay. It's terrible. Terrible. He finished what, 17th? Uh, 18th. So he only beat the, the Haas. The Haas. He only beat the Haas. Seb finished 17th. Yeah. So who would I be? Who, who else yeah. is there on the grid? Yeah. No, that's, that's the only, it's a fair answer. Um, I, I, and you know what? My boy, Mr. Matt, he came on the podcast, right? So when Matt came on the podcast, he loves Lance. And, you know, I just feel bad for you guys because, you know, daddy's money, bro. Like, he, I think he was a good prospect at one point. But, you know, sometimes you just don't involve as a prospect. And, you know, if you want dis- dis- to dis- 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 define his, him being good off of having a great car, which was better than every single car except for Red Bulls and Mercedes last year, then he's a product of his car. Guys like Alonzo, George has shown that he can really perform with, without a great car. Lewis has shown that... He can consistently beat his partner in the best car. Obviously, Bottas, we criticize him. He's never at the top with Lewis. There's always a disparity. So, like, when you look at th- the facts that... Doesn't Seb kick his ass most of the time? Yeah, obviously, Seb's outperformed in this. Yeah, so it's like... And it's a new car to him. So, my whole thing is like... Yeah, uh, it's just... He's a... Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll leave Daddy's money's talk. Schumacher and uh, Mazepin were literally a hundredth away from him, so it's embarrassing. I thought sh- I thought Mazepin had like two point five, like he was a second down on Schumacher. Uh, so oh oh yeah, Mazepin was a second behind Stroll, but Schumacher was. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Haas. We always get Haas airtime. What is Haas doing next year? Well, today Aston Martin was on Haas level. Um, but yeah, what is Haas doing? At this point, it's at the, it's just, you can't even laugh at Haas anymore because it's just that embarrassing to see the, the machinery that they're in. Yeah. It's like, it's not even a marketing point anymore. If anything is hurting your brand. So like, what are you doing? I don't know what sponsor in the world 
even take away the money. I don't know what sponsor you could actually pay for them to be on that card. Oh, you could pay a lot of cards. You could pay a lot of sponsors, bro. To be I don't know if I want to put my 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 logo on Haas just to be the laughing stock. Bro, I think you're crazy because there's there's a lot of people that watch Formula One. Your call, he pays like $30 million a year to be their main sponsor. So I don't know about that, bro. I'll definitely put my logo on any F1 car. Haas is at the point where I'm, I just, I, I would feel bad for their sales team. How do you feel about Nikita after like, we're fans of Nikita as a person, right? We listen to this podcast. How do you feel about as a driver? Like, we got to give him Honestly, the one year. I can't even compare him or Schumacher because they're not in a car that is. Yeah, but you should compare those two. Yeah, but like Schumacher's pretty much outqualified. Schumacher's outqualified him all year. And Schumacher has never has I mean, sorry. And Nikita has never made it out of Q Q uh, Q uh Q1 all year. And but hasn't Nikita had um the cars designed for Schumacher, is it not? I haven't researched that. And let's be honest, no one in the world cares, so we probably wouldn't yeah. have that answer. So it's, I honestly, I would, um, we got to give him one year. We got to want to give him, I just wish they would love to just see them test a different car. I would love to see two. My only thing is like, we're obviously going to give him one year to actually judge them. But my whole thing is Mick consistently beats up on him. It's like, it's but like maybe, George and Latifi, but maybe Mick is an incredible driver and we're, ju- we're going to see it in years to come. Um, We'll see. Like, I do think Mick's a good driver. If we, we've we've spoke about this, imagine putting all twenty drives in the same car to really see and just to see qualifying, not a race, just see quali and see who is how they all fall. Okay, life's on the line. Who you who you betting on? Oh, Lewis. I'm betting on Max. I'm putting around Lewis. I think Max is. I think Max is the best driver. If if you're just talking about one qualifying round, I think when you look at. A whole race, I think Lewis is the best driver. Like when you have to manage yeah. laps, I think actually Max, that's a very, very good point because that's Max is special. The way that Max puts in quality, his it, car looks like it glides. His car doesn't look like it has turbulent uh, areas. What he was doing today, I'm telling you, Senna S, bro. I was pushing that car to just crazy limits, like inches from from the wall. He's lucky that it happened where it did. I like. Anywhere else he goes off the track could have been really bad, really bad, man. It could have been. I mean, I respect him, man. I mean, I don't like Max as a person, but I've learned to really appreciate his greatness as a driver. And it'd be sad to see if he doesn't win this year. Like, I know I'm rooting for Lewis as well, but, like, this is his first mistake. He's made one mistake all year, and if that's how he loses a championship, you got to just man, like, tip your hat to you, Lewis. You, If Max does lose it, it any competitor, I mean... Yes, you're young. You've got next year, but it's got to be gut wrenching. Do you think Max? Obviously, he's gonna be gut wrenching. But do you think he looks as look? Sorry, obviously, he's gonna be gut wrenching. I agree with you. Um, I think anybody in the world would think it'd be gut wrenching, especially if you're in Max's position. But do you think he looks at his year as a failure? No, because he's only made one mistake. He he knows he's getting better every single like he's been at this now for what five years in F one, 2016, I think longer. He came in it's almost at 17, years. right? Eight, 17, 18, 18, yeah, 17, yeah, like, 18, yeah. No, well, he's 24 this year. No, both 18, 18, 19. Yeah. He's 24. But, I mean, he was, he's been born to race. Sorry, now. he's been racing for Toro Rosso since 2016. So, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 
He's like six years in. Almost. So you got to think like he's a vet and he's so young. Yeah. The thing is, is like he's made one mistake all year and we just witnessed it an hour ago. And it's like, it's crazy, man. But it just shows you how great Lewis is because Lewis has just made so many mistakes too. And he's just like, oh, I'll still compete for a championship at the end of the year. It's like Because when he wants to turn it on, he can be that good. Hey, if Lewis loses, I'm just going to shake my head and be like, yo, it's your fault, bro. I don't feel bad. Because if he wanted, he could have destroyed it. He could have. I mean, <laughs> could he though? Like, could think about if he didn't make but think about this mistakes though. that he has made this year. So think about this. Maybe Lewis as a human, and I'm not a psychologist, like I said earlier, but like maybe he can't lock in for the whole year. He has to pick his spots. You know what I mean? Nico Rosberg has said this. Yeah. That Lewis does get there every, well, not maybe not when he was early on in his career, but listen, when you've won seven times, it's hard to stay motivated throughout the whole year. I also think because Lewis is so involved in everything else, like fashion and everything else he does, if he was 100% locked into sport, he'd probably hate it the whole time. He'd probably hate he it. And he, um, I mean, it took those mistakes and it took Max pushing him to the limit for him to be like, I got to wake up. So we'll talk about this on another pod. But like I said, the whole Checo and Bottas thing, I think Mercedes car is actually that much better than a Red Bull car. I think Max really gets the most out of like Red Bull's car. Because you got to think about it. He made all Every mistakes. number two Red Bull driver has never been close to Mercedes. I think it just shows you how special Max is, man. Because you got to think about it. Lewis made so many mistakes, but he's there every single weekend. Like, his qualifying numbers are off by thousands or hundreds of seconds. And he's not even locked in the whole year. <laughs> no, bro. When you think of a thousandth of a second. like Yeah, it's stupid. It's a blink. It's stupid, man. It's because you didn't you let your throttle because at one corner you didn't go, you didn't have your throttle all the way down. You had it ninety percent down. Like it's literally the difference. It's crazy. Do you think? Um, quick question for you before I let you wrap up. Do you think Lewis got scared because he didn't have his foot on the throttle the full time on his last lap? They did say that. Yeah, because we saw Lewis uh, lose control um, earlier in quali. I think he gave literally because he over was it understeer because the, there's just he oversteered he oversteered yeah um, that honestly I was I was watching Lewis's lap knowing that Max was going to go out again I was like this sucks because I he wasn't putting in a traditional pole lap yeah and if you look at it and when you heard it Lewis didn't push all the way down on the throttle at that exact spot he didn't trust his car so I was like didn't. I think Lewis probably lost two tenths of a second or something off of that. Off of that first uh, area as it, well. I would love to know what the Sims, like, I, I, we'll look at after, like, what Max was going to finish. Uh, Could it have been low 26? No, no, I don't think so. Because they were doing 127s, right? And he was two tenths of a second. More than two. No, he was 2.5 or 2.6. Okay. So he probably would have got it down right around 126.9-ish. But to be fair... Lewis is traditionally better in the end stretch. Like his car yeah. is usually less on stronger short. on the, on that last, on the last sector. So I would probably say he would have shaved another 300 of uh so he probably would have just hit the uh, 126.9. Coming around that final hairpin, you just have to, you have to judge it so carefully because every single car, as they come rounded, they're millimeters away from the wall. Yeah. And what Max went into it at such high speed. Who do you think is taking an accident? Because I have a feeling there's going to be an accident in the top five or six drivers. If you had to pick one. 
<sighs> I think it's going to be um, Perez. I can tell you it's not going to be. So it's not going to be Bottas because he's a scared little chicken. <laughs> it's not going to be Lewis or Max because on race day, line. because like you have to gamble everything on qualifying day on this type of track, right? Like, yeah, of course. So I don't think Lewis or Max are making mistakes. I think Czech is a better than I think it's Charles. You think Charles? I think Charles is going to make a mistake if it's anybody in the top five and he's going to end up Bro, into the wall. Charles and Carlos, their confidence had to be shook today. Do you think so though? I don't think so. Like, not to saying like, I don't think, okay, so I'll put it this way. I don't think you can. You can't let, like, if you're going to be a great driver, you can't let that bug your head. Listen, machines don't have emotions. People do. You have to trust that this car is going to do what the science tells you. And you're right. But as a, a Charles is probably like one of the best drivers in the world, right? Let's say top, top seven, top eight. You have to be able to race that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... F- like That's why Max and Lewis are special. But man. that's why it's like, to be that great, to even get to F1, you have to be able to really erase that stuff from your mind. That was the knock against Gasly. He did not trust the car. But that's a difference, though. Like, he's been driving that Ferrari. Gasly just didn't trust the Red Bull because at the end of the day, he was there for six months in that car. And like, that's my biggest thing is like, he's there for only a short amount of time. Charles has been in this car and he was part of his development of this car. That's true. For a while. So it's like, I don't know. We, we could have different opinions, but I'm like, I don't, I don't think they keep it in their Dude, minds. Cause now when you look back at the drivers across the world, the center of the world, and you see how they were pushing those cars that don't have any of the technology and safety that we have today. It was almost borderline insanity because your life was literally on the line. Mm. <laughs> Is it much different than today? Really? When you Bro, think about today, it? Today, We've got so much data, sensors, computers. I hear you, we but I'm saying like... The track is better uh, maneuvered for accidents. Like, But the cars were smaller back then. Man, I don't even know. Like back then, trusting it, the wheels were put on tight enough. Like, that's bro, I, See, listen, I feel about, you, but it's like, I think every era has its own thing. But the cars were smaller back then. I don't think they were as bro, fast. Driving open air without a halo, and that was just up until a few years ago. Is madness. But you got to think about it. Back then, they didn't know about a halo. Yeah. So it's like, like I get where you're coming from, but it's like, their cars were a lot smaller back then. Like, now you go into, you you, you understand a little bit, you're definitely going into the wall or you're getting some yeah. major accident. Probably speeds a lot faster today, I would assume. It is such a dangerous sport. The one thing you hit the nail on the head with is like, tracks are way better prepared now for accidents than they were back then, so... But I will say this, Prost, I don't know if Prost really pushed the limit, bro. He was just a really smart driver. Very he won technical. four times. I know, but he was like a technical driver. He was very like Nico Rosberg-esque. He was in like Santa Max where they like make the car scream. Yeah, man. It's incredible. All right, so let's wrap up with our usual. Who is, oh, I'm not going to ask you who's winning the race. We all know who you're going to say. I already said like. Who's, who's two, three, four, five for you? So. And I want you to give me if there's an accident because I have. So and this no is accident. my. If it's going to be the snooze fest, Hamilton Bottas get away. It's a one, two. Max is third. Um, that's my one, two, three on the podium. And then that would allow Lewis to, if he got yeah. an accident, he'd win the championship because uh, he'd have 10, he's at 10 points ahead. So Max is eight points and that'd be a 10 point gap at least. And you only get one point for the yeah. fastest lap. So okay, cool. that's, that's, this that. is actually the dream Mercedes. Mercedes. It's, it's absolutely Mercedes. Could have like drawn it up the better. Typical 
what do they say? A cat has nine lives. Mercedes it's has a fairy had tale. nine lives. We'll just year. call it a fairy tale. Like legit. They've had could, everything that could have has gone their way to get them back into this championship when it was a Silverstone crash. Like everything has gone their way. I mean, they had Lewis's penalties. So like, I mean, it's, it's a little bit of both, but like this weekend, fairy tale. this weekend for sure, it is the drawn up scenario. You have a one, two on the tightest track. Well, one of the tightest tracks we have. So we'll see. Um, so what happens? Like, what do you predict? So if Charles crashes, into well, not Charles. Line, it's up to you. Like, if there's an accident, what does I it think, look like? Um, well, okay. So this is what I will say. I believe there's going to be multiple yellow flags. So that means we're going to have uh, multiple virtual virtual safety cars or safety cars, which means that there will be multiple restarts. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, so if Lewis and Max are in the accident, what does the race look like to you? If Lewis and Max crash into each other? Because it is the end of the year championship. Oh my God, if that happens. <laughs> well, I'm saying, but what, is it, what, is, what does the race look like to you? Well, if those two are DNF. Yes, what does it look like to you? Oh, you, it's going to be a, a Valtteri 1. A Valtteri 1, okay. Yeah, Valtteri's going to finish first. Um, I'll see, I think Gasly would have a podium. So I'm going to go like this. If Lewis and Max crash... I've got Veltri, Pierre, and Charles. Okay. My one, two, three. It's a championship. I expect fireworks, and I expect an accident. Um, before I say my predictions, do you think there's a red flag or just yellow flags? <sighs> I'm saying fifty percent chance. Fifty percent chance. Okay, so I definitely think there's a red flag. I just don't see Max and Lewis not getting an accident at this track. Think about this, right? Max has had dealt the worst situation to him. He's third on a track. He can't get ahead. Why wouldn't he get into accident at this race and put if it all Max in line has a Dabby? DNF and Lewis doesn't bad. Yeah, bad. That's what I'm too saying. Too much risk. Too much risk. Right. So I just don't see it happening. He's just going to do his breaking a little too late on the first straight clip Lewis. And I think that'll be it. Like I generally think Max is going to do something stupid like that. But if that doesn't happen, there's no Tomorrow, accidents. Right before lights out, the anxiety and pressure of everyone's start. Well, it's really going to be just Max and Lewis, bro. Nobody else is fighting for anything. Well, obviously, you just hope that Valtteri has a decent start. I I don't think it matters because you know Valtteri. Valtteri does not know how to defend. You know what? It doesn't matter if he gets if he gets as long as he gets a decent start. You know why? You know all of the strategy tonight. You're going to be looking at the grid. You've got all the sims. And you're gonna and everyone engineers totally gonna be like, okay, off the start, you guys have to form how whatever that looks like. I think you just have to put Valtteri on the inside, and Lewis has to go in the middle because Max is not getting around on the. They outside. said this track already is second spot. Second, yeah. So now that we have the front row, like Valtteri, deal with it. Yeah. So it's just such a narrow track. Like I don't see anything happening. There's gonna be. There's going to be contact into that. There's going to that be contact. That first turn is, it's a hard left straight into a right. Like, there's going to, there's not so enough I, space. I agree with you, but the I'm- The traffic s- is going to be crazy. But I'm saying the slipstream effect, I don't think it happens here because it's it's such a small space. The accident happens at the turn. But, yeah. I th- oh, my God. I think if Max and Lewis-, Lewis please. You're going to be in a bad mood tomorrow if he doesn't win, eh? <laughs> oh, I'm going to be devastated. Yeah. I'm going to be- Devastated. I will say this. I am excited to see tomorrow's race. I have Max finishing third. I think if there's no contact, everything gets off. 
to easy Mercedes one, two, unless obviously engineers or something fumble the bag. Um, if there's accidents, I'm still going with my boy Lando. He's somehow going to pull it out. So just remind me now, if Max has to replace a gearbox. Five places. Five places. Which that is not going to be fun for him. But they think they were just saying based on the way the accident looked, it looks like gearbox is damaged. Maybe they it's just said. speculation. It's speculation, yes. No, no. But listen, I think it's fair to say the gearbox may be damaged, but it's only a five-place grid penalty. But he said he also turned off the car right away. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you're hoping for a five-place grid penalty. Oh, listen, I'm just hoping for a Lewis win. That's all I want. Who makes it to the top five out of nowhere? Because if there's accidents, you know someone always squeezes. Oh, my dragger, Kimmy. Will if there's accidents. Kimmy's having think, a, a top. You top. think Kimmy's like the, the the worm that squeezes out of the tough rocks? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Kimmy oh, has bro. like a fifth place finish. Woo! I, I forgot. By the way, I'm wrong. So I put it on wax. My dragger was Latifi. Uh, he's he had a terrible. He was bad. He had a terrible weekend. He was slow to run. He had a terrible weekend. Um, I'm gonna go with Seb. Seb's gonna find his way. He's gonna swim yeah, his well, way Seb's, got, Seb's a champ. He knows how to deal with all that. But he's a dragger. He's a dragger. <laughs> he's a dragger. So I got, I got, I got Seb squeezing he's a young out. Dragger. Um, you want to take us home? Listen, shout out to all the peeps in Virginia. We got like we got peeps in Virginia tapping in a lifting coach. The V. The what do they call it? The DMV. No, no, the, the VA. The VA. Yeah, VA. The VA. That's it. Okay, you got to say that again, bro. You can't embarrass them. You, like, we're not going to edit this out, but you got to give them the proper respect. Yo, shout out to everyone from the VA, Virginia, repping Lift and Coast. We appreciate y'all. Um, and just just keep showing us love. I appreciate that from all our listeners. Even we got some in California. We appreciate it. By the way, why do you think Virginia is a hot hub for us? I have no idea. Is but it's like specifically D.C. area. Oh, so it's D.C. It's Well, D.C. is in Virginia. Yeah, well, it's in Washington. Well, District County is in Washington. Yeah, it's it's so small, but it's like in the Virginia area. Okay, but but here, let me throw this out. Why? What? What is there that's F one there? Couldn't tell you. That's what I'm saying. Couldn't tell you. Like I, I would understand like Indianapolis because they have the Indy and all that stuff. But like hey. we we got people tapping in from from the UK. We got people tapping in India. Oh, my favorite place we, is Australia. Wide. Australia taps in with us quite a bit. Listen, I love it. So for everyone who's listening, um, thank you. If you've got an F1 friend somewhere, tell him about the show. Yeah, and if uh, if Max wins, Kurt's got to wear a Max jersey. And if Lewis loses or wins, I got to wear a Max jersey, which I'll be glad to wear. <laughs> now, listen, they might be a surprise. The jersey might be not the typical jersey you think of, but we'll leave it at that. World Championship. Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you guys next time. See you tomorrow.